Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Best of All Leading League Sports. I'm your host Ryan Fahey. Sorry I've been away for a little bit. I've had a little bit of um, a little bit of a busy semester so far when it comes to school. But anyways, on this episode of Best of All Leading League Sports, I go ahead and break down the Super Bowl, Chiefs, and Eagles, the X factors for the two teams. Then on top of that, I break down the Nets giving away Kyrie Irving to the Mavericks, what I think about the trade, and then on top of that, a few other trades for the NBA, and last but not least, we have the UFC news. We have Conor McGregor versus Michael Chandler is official, and they are the official coaches for Tough Season 31, and we have Derek Lewis losing to Sergey Spivak. Where do they go from there? Stay tuned. In need of some really cool clothing and streetwear? Well, I have the perfect place for you. Hyped Experience and No Man's Land Vintage is the perfect source for all your vintage, pop culture, and streetwear needs. Follow No Man's Land Vintage and Hyped Experience on Instagram. This is all for people who live in the upstate of South Carolina, and trust me, guys, I go here all the time, and it is incredible. They have such a variety of different kicks shirts, jerseys, everything that you want pop culture. They have old school stuff. And like I said, guys, I told my buddy Ethan, who actually runs one of these Instagram pages, guys, when you wear a piece of vintage, it's like wearing a piece of history. So come on down to these websites or on top of that, just follow them on Instagram. That is N-O-M-A-N-S-L-A-N-D-V-T-G, all one word. And on top of that, H-Y-P-E-D-E-X-P-E-R-I-E-N-C-E, all one word on Instagram. Well, guys, it's official. The end of the season is officially upon us, and this postseason has been nothing but entertaining. And I know I didn't really cover on most of this stuff, but I've been paying attention to it. I mean, with the with the Bengals and the Chiefs, that was a great game the last time we saw it in the playoffs. And then for the Eagles to win the way that they did against the 49ers, I mean, unfortunate for San Francisco. I just think that they need a new QB at the helm. And I just don't know what they're going to do with Jimmy G. But all I know is that we've had a lot of pushes for the NFL. I mean, one of the biggest um, headlines that I've seen so far is that Aaron Rodgers might go to Vegas, which eh, I don't really know. All I'm going to say is we'll, we'll see. Keep, keep dreaming, Raiders fans. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. And then on top of that, you have this great Super Bowl coming up this Sunday. You have the Eagles and Chiefs. I am very excited for this game because – it's just, it's just going to be two offensive juggernauts going at it, but I cannot wait to see how both of these defenses go up against each other because the Eagles' defense is absolutely special. But let's go ahead and take a look at the Eagles first. So Jalen Hurts has been that guy. I mean, let's, let's just be honest. I mean, he's only been in the league for three years, and he was drafted in the second round by Philly. And for him to get weapons such as Devontae Smith, Zach Pascal, and on top of that, A.J. Brown – 
he's been able to, you know, go to his weapons so quickly. And he has Miles Sanders as well at the running back spot. And he's a really good he's a good running back too. But you have to take a look at this too. Darius Slay and James Bradbury are the guys to watch out for when it comes to this defense for, for Philly. And then you have Fletcher Cox and Josh Sweat, who have been both going off this season. Fletcher Cox, he might not be in his prime anymore, but he's still a great, still a great edge, and he's doing his thing. That defensive line is going to absolutely pressure Mahomes. However, Mahomes is known for magic. I mean, I think the biggest thing that Mahomes needs to do, he has to get the ball out of his hands as quick as he can against the likes of Fletcher Cox and Josh Sweat. Because you have, you have, you know, Travis Kelsey and you have Pacheco in your, in your offense. And that offense for, for the Chiefs is explosive due to Patrick Mahomes. But the one thing I am very nervous about for, for Mahomes is he has to be very careful about that ankle injury. I mean, the ankle injury that we saw against the Jags, it didn't really look too good. I understand that, you know, that was the, he was the only chance to make the Chiefs win that game. I get that 100%. But... This Eagles defensive line is going to come out swinging and they're going to bring immense pressure to that offensive line of the Chiefs. But the Chiefs offensive line, they can collapse sometimes, but Mahomes is known to make magic happen. I mean, and that's what he's been doing all year and he's about to collect another MVP. And if Kelsey's open, you already know. So they're going to have to do something special with Kelsey and that defense has to cover. So if I have to make my official prediction for the Super Bowl, I think it's going to be a shootout. But I can see the Eagles probably pulling away later on in the game. So my prediction is going to be 35-21 Eagles. Because I think the Eagles, they're, they're going to eventually get a score. Mahomes is probably going to make a mistake. And that, that defensive line, I mean, that defensive line and also that secondary is going to make some problems for, for the Chiefs. So in my opinion, I think it's going to be the Eagles pulling it off the win and becoming the Super Bowl champions. Shout out, Barry. I know you're happy about that. But anyways, guys, I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I'm going to be talking about Kyrie Irving to the Mavericks. My thoughts and opinions on this trade, I'll see you in a second. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the NBA has been absolutely crazy so far with the deadline. There's been a lot of speculations and trades. We had Zach Levine apparently going to get dealt, but he's not going to anymore. So good news for Bulls fans. And then on top of that, you've had a lot of interesting moves around the league. I mean, Kyrie to the Mavericks. I mean, I understand that, I, you know, funny, funny thing enough, I was going to make a statement a little bit on, on my radio show last week that... When it comes to the deadline over the past few years, when it's during the season, 
I don't really see that many crazy trades because I feel like most of the crazy trades happen during the offseason. But boy, was I wrong. Kyrie Irving just said, shut up. And I was like, okay. So Kyrie to the Mavericks. I mean, guys, you have to admit, Kyrie is one of the best talents in the NBA. And on top of that, the Nets organization is just falling apart in general because originally LeBron wanted to have a reu like have like a you know have a reuniting with Kyrie. And if that would have happened, personally, I just think that it wouldn't have gone everyone like the way that everyone thinks it would be, because Kyrie has definitely evolved as as like a player, and like I feel like he wants his own team, and I think that I mean he has superstars around him. But he's had problems on the outside of the basketball court. And he's an elite level talent. And you can go anywhere you want to if you're a talented basketball player. But if you're not going to show up and actually, you know, put on your shoes and dribble the ball down the court and, and you know, play the game, you're not, you're not anything. You're not anything to that at that point. I mean, you can be the most talented basketball player in the world. But if you're not cooperating and you're, and you're not making – you know, the game a priority and you're just, you know, making making the game about your own personal interest when there's a team around you, you can't really do that. You can't put yourself above the team. I mean, it depends on the situation. But for the Nets, I remember I remember seeing that when he requested the trade, he said that he was going to threaten to sit out for the entire rest of the year. And he's going to the Mavericks with Luka. And Luka is a great is a great talent as well. He's one of the top 10 talents in the league. And on top of that, for him to, to go with Kyrie Irving, that's a great combination. I get that. But here's the thing. What are they going to bring to the table? I understand that that the Mavericks they they said specifically that they are that they are willing to just build around Luka. But if Kyrie does the same thing that he does in Brooklyn, it's going to be the same outcome. I mean, because when he says he wants to stay, he leaves. He doesn't. He doesn't stay. He said that he wanted to. He said he wanted to stay in in the Celtics. He said he wanted to stay at the Celtics. He left. He said he wanted to. He said he wanted to just stay in Brooklyn. Then he left. And then for for KD and and Kyrie and also Ben Simmons, they had a lot. Like I mean, when you looked at it and when you looked at like their stats and just like their play styles, you would think that they would play well together. And the Nets were doing pretty good. I mean, they have been. And for, for Kevin Durant, uh, this is another thing. He might go to the Suns, reportedly, if, if they're willing to take offers for Durant. And Durant, if you remember correctly, he wanted, to, he wanted to get a trade out of Brooklyn as well. And I'm not surprised because Brooklyn, they have, they've had so many opportunities to build a great team around them. But for Kyrie, KD, and you know they had Harden as well. It's just like, I feel like Brooklyn has so much potential at getting superstars. And then once they get a superstar, they they just throw it away or they just lose the opportunity because of something. I mean, it's just very embarrassing to see, you know, Kyrie. Kyrie, he's had a lot of things going on outside of the court, which I'm not going to get into because specifically, I'm telling y'all, I only report the sports. I know there's a lot of controversies that I can get into, but that's not really my forte. That's just not really something I'm going to dive into. It's mainly going to be about what we got going on in general. I understand that everyone has their own beliefs, opinions, etc., etc. It's not going to be a debate on that 100%. All I got to say is this. If Kyrie just continues to make it solely about about himself or his personal interests over his new team, then 
it's just gonna be like Ben Simmons when he when he said that he wanted to leave like the 76ers when he got asked to practice and he said no and then he said you can leave and then he left. I just don't want that to happen for Luca, who's desperately trying to get something going in Dallas. And Kyrie, he has all the talent in the world you could want from a point guard. He has the ball dribbling, he has the shooting, and on top of that, he has the playmaking ability, and he's one of the best guards in the league. He already is. It's just, what's very frustrating is it seems that whenever we get a glimpse of Kyrie, something happens, and then and then immediately everything that we saw him from like you know the past few games like he could put up 50 and then like he'll just go do something like that it's just he needs to stick to the game if he's serious about the game he needs to he needs to start building the team around him and Luka and I think that Kyrie he's he's still he's still got a few more years in his prime I think but you really need to take into consideration what he's going to do next is he going to be all in or all out? Because over the past few years, he's he goes from happy, then to sad, then to happy, then to middle, then to sad, then to middle, then to happy. He's just all over the place. And I understand that you have your own you have your own personal opinions and beliefs, etc. like that. But when you continue to just have opportunity after opportunity and then you just keep blowing it away, it's not fun because there's a lot of guys that are out there that are playing the game and there's a lot of things that that athletes have the right to speak up about a hundred percent but when you put you you have to you have to know when to when to like play the game and you have to play the game because a lot of people look up to you for the game but i know a lot of people are bigger than basketball 100 percent. there's a lot of things bigger than basketball and there's a lot of things bigger than sports i get that but it's just a it's just a it's just a a subject of is he going to show up for work is he going to show up for work is he going to do his job is he going to play the game is he going to produce wins is he going to you know finally get back to where he wants to go does he is he going to get another championship that's what should be on Kyrie Irving's mind and on top of that you have to take a look at some of the other things that are going on for the trade deadline OG Ananobi of the of the Raptors he said that he's being willing to be traded Toronto said that they're willing to take offers for him and OG is a really good player and they said that around 6 or 7 teams are pursuing OG and OG is being pursued by teams that are only like a few pieces away from winning the championship and I'm very excited to see where this goes because we have a few more days left before the deadline and I cannot be more excited to see some of these other trades, but who knows? We could see maybe Kevin Durant. Like I said, he's he said that he said that he might be getting dealt. <clears throat> well, no, not him, not himself. But there are sources that it's rumored that if he does get dealt, he might go to the Suns. The Suns would be willing to uh, pay a little bit of coin for Kevin, and also probably give up a few pieces. But guys, I'm really excited for the rest of this deadline. And when I come back, I'm going to be giving you guys the scoop on UFC with Sergey Spivak beating Derek Lewis to give Derek his third loss in a row. And Conor McGregor and Michael Chandler are officially tough 31 coaches for the season. I am so excited for that. We have...
Ladies and gentlemen, we have the last segment of the day with Derek Lewis and the UFC. So Derek, he's he's had his third loss in a row against Sergey Spivak, who's a really good grappler, and I'm not surprised because Derek is a great knockout artist, 100%. He has plenty of power, all that stuff. But when he goes up against someone who has very high volume or as someone who has really, really, really good grappling in Sergey Spivak or someone like that, um, he's not really the best. Like when DC, when DC beat him for his first shot at the title, he did it really convincingly. And on top of that, I just don't know what's up for Derek. I mean, I don't think that he's still going to be around for the next few years. I mean, he'll probably fight for one or two more years in my opinion, but if I have to go with what he's going to do next, I mean, I don't know. He's probably just going to fight any other, you know, prospect who's coming up in the top 15, top 20. And uh, for Spivak, I think he's probably going to get a rematch against, um, or no, he's probably going to go up against Tom Aspinall or anyone in the top 10, 100%. But, or maybe Tai Tuivasa, who's been on a little bit of a losing skid as well. But anyways, guys, let's get into the main thing that we're going to talk about. So we have Michael Chandler versus Conor McGregor has been officially announced as both a match, and they are both coaches for Tough Season 31. McGregor and Chandler are going up against each other and this is McGregor's second time on the Ultimate Fighter and this is Chandler's first. And the weight class has not been determined, but I think it's going to be at 170, which is good for Connor and this can be fun for Chandler because Chandler said that he wants Connor at his best. So, for Michael Chandler, he is 2 and 3 in the UFC with wins over Tony Ferguson and Dan Hooker, but his losses have came up against some of the best in the division. Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier, and Charles Oliveira. But this man has explosive power. He's super strong with his striking and wrestling. And he comes forward to throw bombs. The man is a very, very, very good martial artist. But, guys, you have to remember who he's going up against. Conor McGregor, two-weight division champion. Lightweight and featherweight. But he's been on a little bit of a rough run. Two and three, two and three in his last five with two losses to Dustin Poirier and a loss to Habib Nurmagomedov. And then on top of that, he's a great striker with absolutely precise striking. We get that. But here's the thing. He's coming off of a, dev a devastating ankle injury against Poirier. We all saw it. And he's been making a lot of headlines for other things outside. But like I said, I'm not going to be talking about any of that stuff. He has, tra he has transitioned from his old karate style with a, you know, it was really kick-based and he really had a lot um, to offer, he would throw many unorthodox kicks, strikes, elbows, knees, and for now, he's boxing heavy. Like, he, his stance is very flat-footed. It's very awkward, but whenever he tries to go up against someone over the past few years, he just gets dominated with, with the striking, I feel like, a little bit. I mean, he got dominated with Poirier, and then on top of that, whenever he goes up against someone who's a grappler, it's not a good idea. That's why... I don't want Connor to fight in the UFC again. Personally, I would love to see him fight boxing because he says that he says that oh well, stop holding me down or anything. Well, you can do that. You can go back to boxing. You can fight Floyd for the second time, or you can just fight boxing in general against some of the other guys if you're that keen on it. But if I have to go with the early prediction for this fight, this is going to be a really fun one for the near future. I think it's probably going to be Chandler, I think he's going to get the job done by by a finish, probably in the third or fourth round. And anyways, guys, thank you so much for uh, tuning in for another episode of Best of All Leading League Sports. I will see you guys next time.